0: puts up the shot it's off the game is over and kansas completes the biggest championship comeback all time
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Campus Tour podcast. We are a day removed from the Kansas Jayhawks being named 2022 national champions. Uh, It was a great game. All the final four games were pretty good outside of the Villanova-Kansas game, but we we got two pretty good games. Uh, Coach K is no longer in our lives, so that's a positive, uh, at least for me. Um, Brad, who do you have for your pass fail this week?
0: For my pass, um, I'm going to go with David McCormick um, out of Kansas. He was brilliant in the both the Final Four and the championship game. Um, and, you know, there's so many guys on Kansas that really stepped up and we saw it. Um, Remy Martin, he was big last night. Christian Braun. Um, obviously, Ochai Abaji is one of the best players in the country. But, yeah, I I really liked, I I thought McCormick was kind of an X factor coming into the tourney. And, um, yeah, he was great against Villanova. He had 25 points in that game. And then last night he had a double-double. He had 15 points and 10 boards. So, um, yeah, I I think his presence down low, it it definitely, you know, really helped um, with this run because I think, you know, having that inside presence was huge for Kansas because they have so many guys that can shoot the ball and um, just opens up the floor more. So yeah, my pass goes to David McCormick.
1: Yeah. We talked a little bit on the preview um, last week, but I saw no one on Villanova that was even going to be able to challenge him. So that wasn't a surprise, his performance against Villanova, but the Armando Baycott injury certainly helped him a little bit yesterday too. The person he was matching up against being hurt uh, that always helps. But he he was great through throughout the whole tournament. And someone that kind of was a bit of an afterthought coming into this year. I feel like we kind yeah. of all had the Azabuke you know expectations out of him, and he didn't live up to it in his first two years. And he kind of fulfilled that finally coming in the last year and, and made a point uh, in the national championship to remind everyone. So good for them. Um, My pass, I went with everyone on planet earth because coach K lost. Well, we don't have to watch the egomaniac on the sideline anymore. He's done. I'm going to be a UNC fan for the rest of my life just for what they did to coach K this year. They beat him on his last game at Cameron. They beat him in the final four game. Uh, You know, we've all been saved from Duke fans for for talking about coach K winning a championship in his final year forever. So thank God. Uh, So thank you, Hubert Davis. Thank you, Brady Manick. Thank you, RJ Davis. Thank you, Caleb Love. Thank you, Armando Baycott for your service to college basketball fans around the world. You are my hero. Thank you to everyone who also hates Duke and Coach K. I'm glad we did this. Although I will miss him being a lunatic and saying quotes like, this isn't about me after they lost to UNC, even though you made it about you the whole season. Good riddance. Goodbye. See you. Everyone gets a pass
0: this week. Congratulations. Thoughts? I have no comments for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I... I... (laughs) It just seems like they're on a argumental path, but, um, (laughs) but I mean, just touching on this game. I I mean, yeah, it was fantastic. It really lived up to the hype. Um, We're talking about the UNC Duke game for the first time in the NCAA tournament, UNC won the game 81 to 77. So it was a really close game back and forth. Um, Caleb love. He was great in this game. He had 28 points. Um and you know for Duke Banchero he was his normal self he had twenty and ten Keels chipped in nineteen um my my fail for this week actually uh, this is a good transition into it. Um, is jeremy roach um i thought he was the x factor for the blue devils in this tournament and you know games prior to this he, he he had a pretty big role on the team um this game not so much he was two for 11 from the field and zero for five from three so um yeah it didn't really step up and um yeah who knows if he did maybe that could have made the difference but um. Yeah, North Carolina, they had a hell of a run in the tourney and a um, lot of momentum and confidence. And it was good to see that because I, I felt like they had a pretty talented team and it didn't really maybe live up to expectations in the regular season. So it was good to see, you know, guys like Manic and Baycott um, mm-hmm. have success in the tournament.
1: Yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, obviously that was a little – a little bit dramatic, maybe just a little bit. And, you know, he is one of the greatest coaches of all time, but I, I will always hold some hate. Not, well, not one.
0: He is the greatest.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You can make a case for There's just been so many coaches. I mean, I think John Wooden would, would like to have a little bit of a chat with you, but uh, yes. he is one of the greatest coaches. He did make a huge impact in college basketball for, what forty plus years now? Um, I'm always just gonna hold a little, you know, bitter spot in my heart for him because of him getting into the refs' ears in 2015. It'll always make me mad the the foul disparity that went on, and you know, his refusal to to go to uh, one and done players in the first year he tries to do it. Of course, is the best year the Batters have ever had in their entire. Ah, uh, program history but i digress um so hell of a career for coach k um happy to see it end but i see, was very glad we got a great game going going
0: out yeah n- not to get off a, on a tangent but um the the thing that irks me the most from that game is is, is not coach k it's not even the rest. it's the fact that the game plan was to take out winslow and Jaleel. We got Mm -hmm. them in foul trouble. Like, you know, we executed the game plan well. And it was, you know, guys like Tyus Jones, who averaged 10 to 11 points per game, I believe, um, that year. He he goes for like 21 points. And then Grayson Allen, who averaged like three or four points per game, he Mm -hmm. had, I think, 14, 11 or 14 points. So um, those are the two that I, I... <laughs> we'll yeah. never forgive for that, but um, yes, Grayson uh, he, can write the ship
1: this year for a lot of people in Wisconsin. I feel like uh, yes. yes, helps he a can. certain certain team in Milwaukee win an NBA championship. It'll be a bit of a we forgive you, we officially forgive you for what you did. I I mean, you and me have talked about it too many times before. We don't want to talk about it too much, obviously, but I, I can sit here and blame the refs all I want for 2015, but. I mean, in the end, the Badgers had like an eight point lead with, you know, nine minutes left. And you got to find a way to hold on to it, regardless if if the refs are not really on your side. And if they're listening to uh, listening to another coach, tell them what to call. So <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, hell of a career. Uh, I'm going to go my fail. I, I mean, I wanted to put Coach K, but I felt like the pass for everyone probably was just enough that I didn't didn't need to do any more coach K content. So I just did Villanova. Um, not a whole lot to really add. I mean, the injury was too much for, for Kansas's size, uh, kind of like we said, and if you're a Villanova fan, I really don't think you can be too mad about the season. Personally, I felt like they, they overshot what they were probably worth this year, getting to a final four. I didn't, I did not see them being a final four team and they got they got a nice uh, little little matchups that they could get to the Final Four. which always helps. Not not their fault. Not blaming them. They still made the Final Four. Um, but, you know, it was ugly from the beginning. You never really felt like Villanova was in it at all. Um, so I'm going to go with Villanova as my fail, but only slightly because I can't blame them too much.
0: You would have told me... <laughs> Going into the tournament that a Big East team would make it to the Final Four, and yeah, if right. If you're saying that that Big East team is Villanova, yeah, but um, of wasn't going to be Providence. I, and
1: certainly wasn't going to be Marquette.
0: <laughs> you're you just dunking on
1: that. everyone. I'm dunking on everyone today. <laughs> it's the last um, episode of the season. I gotta get my shots in now.
0: Um. But, yeah, I, I, I thought they definitely exceeded expectations, too. I thought, personally, um, I think in a few brackets, I, I put Ohio State upsetting I did. them in this. I did round. In almost all of mine. Yes, I, I think I did, too, because I thought EJ was going to go off because of uh, last year. But, um, yeah, I, I think they exceeded expectations, and, you know, it wasn't the result they wanted. But, um, like you alluded to, um, Justin Moore, getting hurt um the game before that was a big loss for them and yeah they 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 really just didn't have any momentum in this game and um yeah Kansas is a good team so um that really showed and Abaji he was great in this game um the games prior to this um people were kind of criticizing him about you know not taking enough shots and not really stepping up because it is his team i mean he's mm-hmm. one of the best players in the country averaged 20 points per game in the regular season um and this game he really kind of showed that again he had 21 points he was six for seven from three um so th- that was great to see um from one of the best players in the country
1: yeah for sure Um, We are going to turn you guys over to a fun interview we did with Amin Adamu. I think I nailed that pronunciation again. I always just have to like listen to someone say it three or four times before we record. But um, great interview with him. Very interesting. He is from London, actually. So that was kind of um, a fun little focal point of the interview. Um, So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy that. All right. Today we welcome on. Amin Adamu from Montana State. He just wrapped up his senior season, uh, averaged 12 points, five boards, two assists per game. Amin, thanks for joining the show.
2: No problem.
1: Brad, you want to kick it off?
0: Sure. Yeah. So, first question. So I love asking previous athletes that we've had on the show um, who've transferred schools, what were some of the major your differences they notice when moving from one school to another so one interesting feat however about your story is rather than transferring from another d1 university you transferred from a community college named casper university um can you talk about the change of going from a community college to a d1 school and how did you know community college basketball help prepare you for the next next level next step of playing at the d1 level
2: um, it was a big difference, well, really big difference for sure. Like it really opened my eyes when I got to the Division One level, and then comparing it to the junior college level, it was a lot more. It was a lot more tough in terms of like having a dog mentality. Like you really, you're really going up against people competing, to fighting for a Division One spot, or just playing on after. So it was more. It was more. I felt like it was kind of the same thing. In terms of competition level, but when I got to the Division One level, it opened my eyes because there was a lot more things I had to work on. It was a lot more detailed. There's coaches in your ear all the time, and you had to adjust to it. So I'd say it was it It, all, it prepared me like Casper College really prepared me a lot because I was able to come into Montana State and like have a feel for the game, be being able to compete already, and just like start playing. So it was it was adjustable.
0: Yeah. Um so you're a native of London so a city that has a population size of over 9 million people uh, um you played your last 3 years of college ball um at Montana State so talk about the challenges you endured and how how do you adjust from moving from one of the largest cities in the world to um Bozeman Montana which has a population size of about 55,000 people
2: uh, it was a big difference like I used to, I'm used to going out to like seeing a lot of things and so seeing a lot of buildings, not a lot of mountains or just like days walking around on the road and stuff like that. <laughs> so that really like <laughs> it really opened my eyes and so I saw I had to adjust to it because I knew I was going to be here for quite a, quite a long time so I, and I got used to it as well. so comparing it to the sea, like it was a big difference and montana state they have it has a nice scenery as well like i like walking out just looking at the mountains and stuff like that so it was pretty good
1: i uh i live in salt lake city utah right now and i can very much agree going and seeing the mountains (laughs) is very fun
2: yeah
1: um speaking of england um Obviously, it is not known for its basketball a whole lot. And I saw on your Instagram you have played, was that like an under-team, under-16, under-19 team for Great Britain? It was Um, the under-20s. Okay, under-20s. What does it kind of mean to you to be able to play on the national team for England?
2: Um, It means a lot, like being able to represent your country and just going out and competing against other countries, seeing like talent elsewhere in terms of like different countries and – just getting getting to see the whole experience, it was it was pretty good, and I was on the team with a few of my teammates from high school, which was also also a great experience because they also got to see it as well. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, what do you kind of see is like the biggest difference between overseas basketball and then basketball here in America?
2: Um, it's a lot tough over here. I feel just in terms of physicality, like everyone yeah. everyone's coming in with a mindset to hoop and just go at you every time. And it's like, I'd say it's the same thing back home, back in London overseas, but it's more like I feel like it's more advanced there, if anything.
1: Gotcha. Um, you guys had a fairly young team this season. I think you guys brought in a ton of freshmen too. Um how did you kind of adjust to being more of a leader this season than probably uh seasons before?
2: Um it was it wasn't it wasn't a hard transition. I thought I, I kind of eased into it in terms of, like, mm-hmm. being not only me, just like, the, I'd say three four of my teammates were vocal, like, were the most vocals in practice on in games. So, like, being a leader, it was sort of an easy transition. And having the young guys being able to listen to you and just, like, feed off your energy and your mindset as well was also good.
0: Gotcha. So you were a part of a pretty historic season this year at Montana State. So winning the big sky regular season and conference tournament, um, most notably, you were given the opportunity to play in the big dance um, as a 14 seed against three-seeded Texas Tech. Can you speak a little about how memorable this season was to you and how were you able to turn something that you know, most athletes dream of into a reality?
2: Um, it's definitely something I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life. Like being able to be a part of history, making history, and just like bringing some, bringing like a buzz back into the town that's that has never happened in a very long time. And for this season, winning the Big Cat championship, it made, I, I can tell it meant a lot to everyone in the whole town, and we we felt the whole love. Everyone was supportive towards us, and it's just something great to be a part of. And then where, as, as well as going to the NCAA tournament, that's always something I was dreaming of as a kid. Just like watching it on TV, I'm at home, watching highlights, not being able to watch the full games cause like the time difference and stuff like that. So like, I was really locked into the highlights as well <laughs> of, the, of the games and stuff like that. So it was pretty good like, and witnessing everything there was, was an amazing experience.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, so now that you know your college career has come to an end what are your plans for the future do you plan to continue playing basketball or do you plan on doing something else
2: oh yeah i plan on playing continue to play basketball just figuring out the whole process right now in terms of Mm -hmm. everything in terms of who to talk to and just getting help from our coaches and advice from like professional players that i know of so right now i'm in it's the same process but i do continue i do plan on continue to play basketball
1: love it buckets never stop right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh we got uh eight rapid fire questions and we'll let you go so uh first things that uh come to your head when we ask the question brad uh go ahead
0: all right favorite movie
2: um glory road
1: oh great one
2: okay yep.
1: Um, being from London, Chelsea, Arsenal, or Tottenham, or or is it another?
2: Uh, no, I'm a I'm a Manchester United fan.
1: Really? How does that yeah, happen?
2: It's, it's been like that. <laughs> like, How did my, that happen? I, I don't know. Like my whole family supported it from young, so like I just sort of, I inherited <laughs> it. So wow. it, to be
0: clear, it has been like for a long time. It isn't because Ronaldo, you know
2: came back like you've been a fan yeah. for. Like, <laughs> no <laughs> I've been a fan for a very long time like oh wow okay. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a I'm a historian when it comes to Manchester United
1: well I will say I did come prepared because I do have my Mo Salah on today
2: so <laughs> ah nah he, he, he's a good player I'll give him that <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so kind of going off of that favorite sports team. It can be any sport. So maybe besides Man, you who, who's your next favorite team in
2: any sport? Uh I hate to say it, but the Lakers, I, I hate Oof, to say it. tough
1: times. Only tough times.
2: I'm 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 team LeBron though. That's why that's why I say it.
0: Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Yep. I, I'm a big um Heat fan because of D Wade, So I, I like LeBron <laughs> because you know. He he helped Wade win two more rings, so got to respect.
1: Uh, sport you would play if you didn't play basketball?
2: Um, right now being here, being in America for quite a while, like I want to stay. I want to say football because I, nice. like I, I feel like I feel like I feel like I could do, do something with football here. But real foot, real football, right? Yeah, nah, not real football, <laughs> not real football. <laughs>
1: Real
2: football's back home. Tricked you. I tricked you. Real football's <laughs> back home, but I'll, but overall, I probably take pick soccer if anything. That was like nice. my, so that's my first sport.
0: Love it. Yeah, I wish I could have got into soccer more. I just didn't have mm-hmm. the endurance. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, if you could travel anywhere in the world for free, where would it be?
2: Um, I'd say Dubai.
0: Wow.
1: Interesting pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, best player you've ever had to guard. Uh,
2: that's that's so hard. I I, I don't know. Um, that's something to think about. Uh
1: maybe maybe go with your one of your teammates. You can get brownie points. How about
2: one of my <laughs> teammates? Um uh, now we be we be going back and forth, so like I don't want to give the like, I wouldn't want to give the bet. You don't want it on forth. record
1: that you said it. Fair enough.
2: Um, honestly, like I feel like I've like my past few years I've I've gone against like a lot of good players, so like it's hard to pick out a You're specific- hard to pick specific do, do you fair have enough, one, fair one
0: enough. that comes to mind that was pretty tough to guard maybe not the toughest but does one come to mind like a name come to mind or or no mm.
2: uh, i mean if anyone if uh, it's tough that's all right is that's
1: fun. all right that's fine we'll, we'll yeah. skip it everyone everyone <laughs>
0: All right. If you had, I love this question personally, by the way, if you had a million dollars, what's the first thing you would buy?
2: My mama house.
1: Oh, that's so and sweet.
2: Oh, that's sweet. Oh, or, or like a, a nice car. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be smart with it. Like I'd sit like, a lot aside to the save, and then, Investing, yeah, yeah, just invest. Like, I only need, I'll probably set like 900 k and then 100 K, I can just do whatever with it. Fair I like enough. that 90 10. Yeah,
0: yeah this is a good balance.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, last question here reason behind wearing number five.
2: Um, it, I, it felt like it represented the people in my family, like my mom, my dad, brother, sister, and myself. Cool. But like, I feel, I feel like that was one of the reasons why I picked that. Oh, five that's a
1: perfect three. perfect reason. I uh, six. All right. Amin, thank you for joining us today. You got uh, two fans here for the, for the rest of your career. Certainly, we'll be rooting for you. Uh, best of luck in your next endeavors.
2: I appreciate you guys.
1: All right. We are now going to wrap up the college basketball season with a semi new segment we kind of debuted this at the end of the college football season it is called peer review um, I pulled Bradley's best and worst takes from our preseason episode he did the same to me uh, so we got some some pretty funny ones in here that I was laughing about when I was listening to the episode we had a couple similar ones too that I thought was really funny that I think you'll probably have on mine and I probably have on yours uh, but we'll see um let's just let's get the good ones out of the way because the funny stuff is the worst ones so what was my best take from this year and there is one answer that I am expecting
0: oh yes I mean it's very clear and I want to say I probably had the same here um but yeah best pick of the year for you was your big 10 sleeper the Wisconsin Badgers hell yeah Um, baby predicted 8th um coming into the year, they won the Big Ten regular season, share with Illinois. Shut up. And um, you know, yeah, Johnny Davis. Um, a lot of expectations coming into this year that this was his team, but no one really thought it would go this way. I mm-hmm. mean, um, yeah, best player in the country as the awards really speak for themselves coming in right now and Um, Brad Davison having him back was huge and then you had guys like Tyler Wall who took a huge jump especially like midway into the season on the offensive end and then a guy like Chucky Hepburn who was a freshman who really kind of came into his own shell at the end of the year hit some big shots and um, yeah just great point guard gets his teammates involved takes care of the ball um yeah just a fantastic pick um (laughs) all around and especially it's a little better when it's you know the team we cheer for so
1: yeah it was one of those I put down knowing it was a little biased but I'd like to go back to the analogy that I made at the time it was a little bit off but it was somewhat on point in saying I thought they were going to be a little bit like Michigan State football this year where everyone kind of looked about You know, they lost so much. How are they going to replace all of that? But sometimes that is a good thing. Like players get to step into new shoes and take on a role. New Transfers come in, they make an impact. Freshmen come in, make an impact. And obviously we saw that with Johnny Davis. I think I said on the thing, like, could Johnny Davis make a big impact this year? And obviously that came to fruition. For me to sit here. What's that?
0: I was going to say, I actually really like that analogy because one thing that really stood out to me there um, is the fact where, you know, talking about Johnny Davis, um, both of those teams, Michigan State football and Wisconsin basketball this year, um, had, you know, expectations going into the year for these two players, but um, they weren't really on the national, like, player of the year kind of mm-hmm. radar. And I mean, both of them just.
1: You're talking about Kenneth Walker, right?
0: Yes, Kenneth Walker Mm -hmm. popped off. I mean, you know, coming out of Wake Forest, there there was expectations, but I mean, nothing to the extent of what he did. And Mm -hmm. I think Johnny Davis was kind of similar to that, where you know there were higher expectations coming into this year, but um, it just really kind of took the nation by storm, which was cool to see. Look,
1: man, if you didn't watch the 2020 um, Mayo Bowl and understood what Kenneth Walker was able to do, that's on you, man. I mean, I watched it knowing Kenneth Walker was going to be good. So when they picked him up, I thought it was a pretty, I didn't think he was going to be Heisman, but very not- similar to my Wisconsin take was, you know, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they're going to be a lot better than people expected. And, and that is what happened. So kudos to me. I'm not afraid to give myself a pat on the back. Um, all right. Brad's best take. I had a couple I could have gone for. Um, I went for Arkansas as his sleeper team in the SEC. Now, obviously, they didn't win the SEC. Um, They actually got off to a dismal start to the season. So this was on track to be one of his worst takes. And then they turned it on uh, in January, finished fourth place, only two games out of first place. Um, I think they were like in the last week, I think they were still technically in the hunt to win the sec. Uh, if Auburn lost a game or two, um, then they made a great run in the NCAA tournament, took down Gonzaga. So uh, pretty solid take there from Brad being the sleeper. Uh, great season for Eric Musselman again for uh, the Razorbacks and good take. And my, I did write down one honorable mention that I was thinking about going with because of, what's happening right now. You had Armando Baycott as your most exciting player in oh, the ACC. Wow. He finished second in player of the year in the ACC. And obviously we've seen all tournament long. That is a pretty fair statement to say that he is very
0: exciting. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Looking for um, 20 plus rebounds tonight. Hopefully.
1: So. <laughs> all right. What was my worst take?
0: All right. So honestly, I'll give you props here. I didn't have like a super bad fail, um, but I did go with um, your big 12 winner pick of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't think it was a horrible pick though, because they finished fourth in the big 12. They were 10 and eight in the conference. But I mean, you know, if you're really dissecting here, we've talked about it all year. It's just didn't live up to the hype. No, um, there's so much talent on that team when you looked at it on paper, and um, you know, that happens sometimes where the chemistry's not maybe there, or you know, there's too many guys that want the ball at the end of the game, whatever the factor is, or you know, maybe it's because the best coach in college basketball <laughs> decided to go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good I Lord. don't know, but um, <laughs> jokes aside. Um, you know, this happens every year where there's a team that on paper, they're very talented and just for some reason, it just doesn't work out. And, you know, Texas, I mean, they still made the NCAA tournament. They made it to the second round, but, um, based off the expectations coming into the year, it was definitely kind of underperforming for Chris Beard in his Mm -hmm. first year at Texas.
1: And how did Shaka do last year with Texas in the tournament? (laughs) how do he do this here in the tournament yeah.
0: too?
1: <laughs> well, they can do the... Oh, uh, we lost to a national championship team.
0: True. They That's lost true. by
1: like 35. Though, I was going to so say... They, I don't know how much you really want to talk about crushed, that. But yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, that wasn't too bad. I remember hearing a couple. I thought that were pretty funny. I thought, oh, I had... um. I think I had St. John's as the sleeper. Yeah. Or uh, the Big East, which was... That was pretty bad, so... There was... Plenty of bad picks to go uh, both ways from you and me. Um, I wrote down an honorable honorable mention for you was Texas. Obviously, we both had that. We both hyped the hyped each other up quite a bit, but um, I went with Kellen Grady for Player of the Year in the uh, SEC for your worst take. That was the only stat I looked up his stats. The only stat he improved um, as a senior, starting at kentucky because he's at davidson the first three years was he did improve his three-point percentage so i'll give you that that's what um, he's known for yes that's what he's known but for, so. and this wasn't again like like you kind of said it wasn't terrible because he did walk into a team with like a ton of talent which i just don't think you really thought about that aspect of it but i guess his teammate won it in oscar toshibwe so it wasn't a terrible take but you did bet or not bet, but you did put your chips in on a skinny three point shooter to win the SEC player of the year. So, probably not the best pick. And then I had you had three sleeper picks that were pretty bad too. Um, but they are sleeper picks. So, we kind of can excuse them a little bit. You had Butler as your sleeper for the Big East. Coach got fired. Virginia for your ACC sleeper. Terrible this year. And then you had. Wait,
0: oh wait it was Virginia I picked yeah. Virginia
1: as your ACC sleeper and then you had this was the worst of your sleeper picks I think Arizona State as your packed old sleeper that one was pretty bad but you know what we're not you know we can't predict these things we just took look I took a shot in the dark with Wisconsin as the sleeper and it and it happened so you can't predict these things man
0: I would like to say with my Butler pick that they did beat Xavier in the first. They round. got hey,
1: they played very well down the stretch. The last two weeks, they played well.
0: And I was gonna say they played very close against Providence. Yeah. Uh, they lost that game, but it was a very close game in the Big East tournament. But yes, I, I think they finished kind of towards the bottom of the yeah. the Big East, which is never great. And I they still... were.
1: Yeah, that hire they made for Lavelle Jordan out of UW-Milwaukee was, I don't know what the heck they were thinking with that one. I think he's an alumni there. They were an eight seed when they went to the tournament that year. Like, a, they were an eight seed in the Horizon and won the league conference tournament. Oh, wow. And then they put their chips in for for him. But they upgraded now. They they got Thad Mod. I know you're a big Thad Moda guy, so... Uh, congrats to him they should be I don't think they're going to be too good next year but uh, they're going to get more respectable now and be better coach so congrats to Butler Brad jinxed you though sorry all right that is our last segment of the college basketball and college football season all together I think like we said we're going to do maybe one or two episodes in the summer one of them will be in august for sure for a little bit of a college football preview when we get to that point uh so we might have a midsummer episode for you guys just kind of stay tuned to our social uh channels and whatnot to to get updated on when we're going to drop an episode but uh, i think we're going to play it a little low again like we did last season there's just not a whole lot of content uh unless something gets really crazy so Uh, We hope everyone enjoys their summer. Uh, We can't wait to talk to you guys soon. One last time, Brad, what was the best thing you ate this week?
0: This week, wings over Madison garlic parmesan. Okay.
1: All right. Yep. (laughs) That's pretty solid. I went to an Italian place for my wonderful girlfriend's birthday that's coming up called Cafe Molise. And they had a dish that had beef tenderloin and Italian uh, sausage in a pasta dish and it was very good so i'm gonna give my shout out to them this week so this like sucker, no all right everyone enjoy your summer talk to you guys soon see ya.